Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Sound. From the Eat My Catfish Studios, it's time for Arkansas's number one collar-driven sports show. It's Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network with your hosts, Randy Rainwater and Rick Schaefer. Lock it in and get ready to dial us up. Drive Time Sports is on the air. Hour number two of our Sonic Blast today here in Lone Oak as the Jackrabbits prepare to take on the... Four City Mustangs, Kevin Bohan and Barry Grooms of Hooten's Arkansas Football Magazine. I'm Randy Rainwater. Rick is on his way towards the Hall of Honor for the University of Arkansas tonight. And we are now joined by my man Neil Atkinson by way of Saracen. Neil, what kind of activity are we having on the Double R Prop Specials? I I mean, I, I tried to make these as fair and as simple as, as possible um, yeah. After going through the Bud Light Little Blue Book yesterday, I don't know if you heard mm-hmm. any of that or not, Neil, but uh, it was uh, the tiebreaker was the number of PATs by Cam Little. So I thought, yeah. I'm just going to look right now at the Double R Prop Specials on Bet Saracen. I've got Cam Little over 0.5 field goals and over uh, 7.5 PATs at plus 425. Is that not a layup or not? Uh, it could be. I mean, anything can happen when you're playing an FCS school. Anything can happen when you're playing an FCS school, including losing. So, hey, that's why we play the game. And, uh, heck, all we can do is put the content out there for you, and uh, it's, it's up to you whether or not you bet it or not. Props are loaded for the game. Uh, props are loaded for the game. Individual player props. They've loaded up on the games under the game tab. Check it out. This is our first full football weekend. College, NFL. We get the host slate this weekend. And uh, plus, there's a lot else going on other than football. And if you can bet it, we've got it on Bet Terrace. I got to believe there were some happy campers last night who bet on the Detroit. Lions, because I don't think yes, anybody sir. expected that that particular outcome. Yep, I mean, like I like, like I said, uh, you know, you have the reigning <laughs> Super Bowl champion. Anything can happen in sports, and you know, when the underdogs win, those are the bigger odds. So that's when we tend to see some of our bigger payouts uh, on individual parlays and tickets is when the dogs win because you get better odds. All right, I'm, I'm looking, Neil, U.S. Open specials, NFL specials, UFC specials, MLS, NBA season specials, Rugby World Cup specials. Yep. Holy smoke. What did you leave out? Uh, tiddlyweeks. I think that's the only thing that we don't have up there right now. And I'm sure if I can find a line, I'll hang it on it somewhere. There you go. All right, Neil, where can uh, someone... Well, first they got to get they got to get uh, enrolled, so to speak. So, what do they need to do? Yeah, go to the App Store if you're on your phone, either Google or Apple Play, or on your PC. Go to betsaracen.com. Don't be like one of my friends and registered five minutes before the games and asked me uh, why they had to uh, uh, why, why they couldn't get their bet in real quick. You want to do that now. Luckily, we got a little bit later start tomorrow afternoon, so you got more time to get your action in. And make sure you enter all of your information correctly. If you have a problem, call the number on the app or use the chat, and we'll get you verified as soon as we can, and you can be in the action for this weekend. Flash bets are really, really picking up. All right, Neil. That's Neil Atkinson by way of Saracen, betsaracen.com. Better yet, go get the app in the App Store. Now to Trey Betty, brought to you by Asher Wrecker Service, 501-562-2293, family owned and operated since 1980. 
Asher Wrecker, dependable towing and vehicle recovery service. Ask for Asher. Good afternoon, Trey. Hey, guys. Is it fair? Is it fair to say once again the hay is in the barn? See, I get to say that because Rick's not on. That's right. And I have to make those kind of statements when Rick is not on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's one of your favorites. I know. <laughs> That's one of your go-tos, Randy. Hayes in one the barn. One of my go-to. Yeah, yeah. There He's you go. right up there. I can count on you saying hay is in the barn. I can count on you saying uh, dog days of summer in August when fall camp is coming to an end. It's just, <laughs> Jeez, it's just how it is. Right. That was that, that predictable. <laughs> well, Randy, we've been doing this together for like 17 or 18 years. Well, that's true. I can almost predict what you're going to say. <laughs> that's true. Well, I, I've actually gotten better at understanding what I think you're going to say, so that's scary, too. Okay. Yeah. Well, that is scary sometimes. That's when you that's when you throw me the throw me in there. I'm the curveball. So, uh, Trey, I yeah. thought the walk and talk was really good last week. It, it was a good foundation for you to start on, but I was a little disappointed that you didn't go back to the quote: "Strike first, strike hard, no mercy," because it felt yeah. like the Razorbacks <laughs> did that last week. They absolutely did, um, and it's good to see because, as we pointed out several times in the regular season last year, the only time they scored on the opening drive was against yep. South Carolina. Yeah, and that was week two games. So, uh, yeah, absolutely good to see them striking first, um, strike fast, strike hard, all all that. Um, and I would expect to see it again Saturday. Again, you know, I'm just – I know it's all like, you know, this is not the kind of stuff you say heading into an opponent because, you know, when you start taking somebody for granted, it goes the other way on you quickly. But I would just be really surprised if there's a game Saturday. <laughs> I really would. Um now Arkansas could come out with a lack of focus and play sloppy and you know be disappointing. That that could absolutely happen. Look at the headlines too much. I still think they come away with the win uh, pretty easily, uh, even if that happens. But would love to see them come out with great focus. This is an opportunity for Arkansas to get some work in um, as a team. You know, um, you get two two games. And when does Sam Pittman had a week two opponent where they could really just like try things out? You know, experiment, work on themselves, getting better, all never. those kinds of things. Yeah. Never. He's never had, yeah, every single time. They have, you know, Mississippi State in 2020 and 2021, Texas, 2022, South Carolina, Cincinnati, then South Carolina. And, you know, this year it's Western Carolina and Kent State. So this is the first time he's had a schedule that shapes up. I think that's one reason you hear him say so often, you know, I really like the way the schedule shapes up because they do have so many new faces, so many new guys that they're relying on and should be able to get some good work in this week and, you know, just kind of finding out a little bit more about who they are and, you know, who their guys are as they, you know, lead into BYU. It, it The schedule escalates, in my opinion, pretty ideally. I would be interested to go back and look, and I haven't, I've thought about this, but I haven't done it. Go back and look historically at Arkansas and see how their schedule opens up and what, how that relates to success throughout the year. Um, because to me, starting out with an FCS member, then you go to a group of five member, and then you face you know BYU, a team that has got some talent. Obviously, they've got some players. BYU has had success over the years, but you know, still you would think that Arkansas has got more talent and has had more success and, you know, should handle them. And then, you know, you, you progress. I think the only thing that could set up better in terms of like a progression to getting tougher and tougher and tougher is if you had the BYU, or excuse me, the, uh, the LSU game and the Texas A&M game flipped to where you, you know, you yep. moved into like a, ho- a completely hostile environment at LSU by playing a split crowd at Texas A&M. That's the only way I think the schedule could, you know, gradually um, be more in favor of of what you uh, what I would think would be an ideal schedule. You know, building up into a really tough four game stretch coming up after that. Okay, Troy, it's it's this is not me. This is coach talk for this for this next thing I'm going to ask you, but. Coaches always say the biggest improvement comes between game one and game two. I said that. (laughs) So, what can we expect then taking on a Kent State team that arguably doesn't even, I mean, thank goodness they're going to get, what, a million and a half guarantee for showing up in Fayetteville. Yeah, uh, Mm -hmm. yeah, whatever it is. 
what kind of improvement can we expect then from week one to week two for the Arkansas Razorbacks? Well, we'd like to see the rushing game get going. I, I, I think that they'll be able to do that. I, I pointed back to you know, 2011 because we talked so much about past experiences with FCS teams and how they'll do something to try to come away with a win. Missouri State that year just run blitzed Arkansas, loaded the box, and took away the, the run and came away feeling like, you know, hey, we did something here. The next week, Arkansas faced uh, New Mexico and just ran wild all over them. Uh, I think Arkansas has a great chance uh, to do that against Kent State. Um, you know, UCF ran for 389 yards against them last weekend. 46 carries for 389 yards and five touchdowns. There's just not a lot of team speed on defense for Kent State. So I think there's an opportunity for them to rack up some rushing yards after, you know, a less than stellar performance uh, opening up and probably see a little bit more balance uh, this week. So I would say that's probably the main area. Some things I would like them to continue. I would expect them to have a procedure penalty here and there. You know, obviously they're not going to go through that the whole season without procedure penalties, but they didn't have any in the first game. So keep that number low. You know, focus on, you know, it's easy to tell if a team is, you know, is bringing the right mindset to a game by, you know, those kinds of procedure penalties, five men in the backfield and, um, you know, and coaches too. You know, I, I, we've talked about Florida so much with having two number threes out on the field in special teams. You know, that's that's coaching. That's a coaching mistake, and that cost them a touchdown in that game. So, you know, those kinds of things I would like to see them continue not to have procedure penalties. You're going to have holding and pass interference and things like that. But um, false starts and stuff, that's, that's all upstairs. So continue to do that, and uh, let's see them put up some rushing yards on Saturday. I know with Chris Paul Jr. Poopal being out the first half uh, is going to allow some of the other guys to. And I was really impressed by Jaheim Thomas and especially Brad good. Spence. Yeah. Uh, Spence is one of the guys that you talked about, I don't know, three or four weeks ago during fall camp that he could really push for some playing time and he looked really good. Uh, talk a little bit about him and what we could see out of Spence tomorrow. Yeah, well. Sam Pittman pulled me aside at practice one day and said, "Hey, watch out, 22 here. You know, watch out for him." And that was pretty early in camp. And you know, Spence didn't—he didn't just like set the world on fire in the spring, but you know, just being around the team, working, working in the weight room, all that stuff. Now we're also going to get to see Antonio Greer. He did not right. He did, he did not play at all in the opener uh, because of injuries. Just kind of did half practice last week, but he's been practicing full, so we'll we'll see him. Um, and obviously, Poopal will miss uh, some time. I, I really think Jaheim Thomas brings, I'm not saying he's Drew Sanders, but in terms of being the closest thing that Arkansas has to Drew Sanders, I think it's Jaheim Thomas, 6'4", I like him. thought he really recognized plays quickly um, and was aggressive, running through people and ta- on tackles, you know, splitting defenders. Uh, I thought he did some really impressive things and wasn't surprised to see Sam Pittman say, you know, hey, this guy's, you know, the guy that's been most steady. But also they, they've had some issues at linebacker. I mean, with in terms of continuity, they, you know, Antonio Greer, you know, going into camp, we were like, you know, and to be some kind of combination of Antonio Greer, Jaheim Thomas, uh, and Pooh Paul, but Antonio Greer was hurt pretty early in camp and missed a good bit. Pooh Paul then started, you know, he was banged up and uh, has been slowed. Also, he was able to play, but he's been banged up. And now you know, you run into this game, and he's going to miss the first half of the game. Um, you really just haven't had like I can just I, I think back to like when Grant Morgan and Bumper Pool, uh, you know, a couple years ago when both of those guys were really rolling and uh, you know side by side and. You know, you just felt like they were in each other's heads. You know, just could tell what the other guy was going to do. They did such a great job uh, pairing up at linebacker. And you need to play together to have that happen. And so they need to get everybody, you know, out there and and working together. And so far, injuries have just kind of prevented that. You know, the other thought, and this goes back to what you'd like to see, uh, the improvement from week one to week two. Trey, one thing I'd like to see is Trajan Jeffcoat. You know, yeah. I'd like to see him in the backfield a little bit more than what we obviously uh, did in week one. I'd like to see Landon Jackson back there as well. I just don't think we got 
uh, Arkansas got the kind of push out of that defensive line, at least what I was expecting. Right. You know, they threw the, they had a pretty quick passing game, so that causes some problems. But Arkansas also didn't do, that I saw, any stunting. No twist, no, no, nothing you're right. fancy at all. Um, there were two times maybe where they brought more than four defenders also. So they didn't really do a lot of tricky stuff. And then on the other side, Kent State was, or excuse me, Western Carolina was just getting the ball out extremely quickly. Uh, I do know that Kent State, 56% of their passes were play action. Um, so that, you know, makes you think, okay, well, they're, you know, maybe there's a little more opportunity to get back there uh, to get after the quarterback. I still wouldn't expect to see just a ton of blitzing or a ton of, um, you know, fancy stuff from the defensive line just because they should be able to really dominate this offensive line and with just bringing four. So there's no need to just show a bunch of what they do um, on the defensive line or, you know, with bringing a bunch of blitzes and stuff against this team just because I would expect this defensive line to really – I mean, we we brought it up before, but for anybody listening for the first time this week, there are five – first-year starters on that offensive line for Kent State. The three guys that they had returning, two of them went to Colorado, one of them went to Marshall. Um, so they have replaced, had to replace five guys up front. They're all one-game starters, and the center is a true freshman. I just I, I look at that situation, and then the other side of the ball where you have nine seniors on the defensive line. And that didn't include Cam Ball or Landon Jackson, you know. I mean, it's, to me, it's it's one of the biggest mismatches that we're going to see on Saturday. And I just don't know that Arkansas is going to, you know, hey, let's show everything we got here. You know, let's show all of our stunts, all of our little tricks and how aggressive we're going to be and all this stuff. I do think Arkansas will be a pretty aggressive defense in terms of bringing pressure, but not in this game. Trey, I, I had play action pass being the first play of the game last week. I'll tell you that, but I didn't have it going to Luke Haas, and the, I really like him in the slot right there. But I, I really think the play action game is going to get even better, especially out of the pistol. I like it better than it was last year under the previous offensive coordinator. Uh, but talk a little bit about the play action game and KJ's footwork. How much it, it was improved last week? Yeah, well, I thought you see KJ's feet moving a lot more too, you know, and that's yep. something that's kind of what Dan Enos instills. Uh, never wants his quarterback to be flat-footed, but KJ throws a really nice deep ball, and you know, I think mm-hmm. play-action pass can really help you get in rhythm as a quarterback, and I think it'll just help him. But I mean, there's so much you can do, you know, off of play action, and you know, there's your RPO game and all that stuff, and you know. It's, uh, you know, and then it's not play action, but, you know, just faking handoffs and, you know, they run that read option and stuff too. So, yeah, there's – Danny knows how – it's a very pro-style attack. We saw KJ even under center some. Now, one time they were under center, the most disappointing thing I thought to me, you know, was <laughs> when they were lined up at the goal line and they yeah. they, they, could, they didn't get that ex- exchange because we just saw so many goal line issues last year. And, you know, that's – that's discouraging to me to see something like that. Uh, the ball is Agreed. literally, like they said, like I don't know if Pittman saw, but I watched on replay. That ball is on the ground and up for grabs. You know, it wasn't mm. just like a, just a you know they did they didn't get it clean. It was it was a fumble on the ground at the goal line against other teams. You know that could be very serious. So, um, but yeah, I mean, there's just a lot of a lot of differences with this offense and you know play action. I think I think that's something that would really benefit KJ just in terms of, you know, helping you get into a rhythm a little bit as a passer. Trey, one thing we know for a fact is Rocket is out this week, more than likely out for next week. Has there been any further updates? Uh, I realize Coach Pittman, uh, what was it, on Wednesday, I mean, bless his heart, that was a full day. I mean, he not only had the SEC teleconference, he had... Uh, two o'clock press conference. Then later that night, he had Sam Pittman live from the Catfish Hole. So I'm yeah, sure by the time it's a busy day for Pittman. Yeah, Drew is worn out. But has there been any any other updates you may have heard about the Rocket? No, I haven't heard anything other than I know that elite level doctors were looking at his knee, you know, and like like top of the line, and. There's no update other than I would expect him to miss the next couple of games. 
and hopefully get back for LSU. Rocket's a young guy. Me and you have a knee injury. We're going to feel it probably for six months, you know, or longer mm-hmm. uh, for that kind of uh, you longer than me, Randy. But uh, for you. that kind of you know any kind of injury. But I mean, like, what kind? What, what's the injury? It's either a knee bruise, like a really bad bruise on his knee, or it's a meniscus, probably. That tends to be when people say words like oh, "it's a sprain" or you know, "it's a little cartilage you got to get cleaned up" or something like that. You know those types of things, but I haven't heard anybody say anything like "we're going in." Yeah, no, you know, no ligament surgery. Talk. Yeah, yeah. And you know, even even if it's meniscus, you know, like you'll hear say, "Yeah, yeah, they just had to go in and clean some stuff up." And usually, when you hear that, it's like, "Okay, that's six weeks." You know, so I haven't heard anything like like that that he's having to have any kind of surgery. Now that he may have, and I just don't know, but I haven't heard anything about anybody saying uh, we got to go in and clean some stuff up. So far, so far, so good. Very good. Yeah. So far, we've uh, so far avoided the uh, the big one. Uh, Trey, we're less than uh, a minute uh, before we got to take the next break. Uh, what are your expectations, crowd wise, for tomorrow? I think it's going to be a great crowd. I don't know if it'll be seventy six thousand full. I don't think I wouldn't expect that, but. Um, I, I mean, my understanding is they they've sold a ton of tickets for this. It's not a sellout, but they've sold a ton of tickets. So I would expect 70-plus in there. I mean, I, everybody I've talked to, like in terms of my friends and stuff, are you going to the game? Unless, like, unless their kid has a soccer match at 3 o'clock, then they're going to the game. <laughs> I forget at that age. Yeah, they do. Those yeah, soccer did, games come to a buddy first. Mine today, and his daughter's got a 3:15 soccer match today. Oh, now, like on Wednesday. <laughs> Strong <Come> on, man! <laughs> wow. <laughs> got to call the game off. All right, Trey. We will talk with you next week. That is Trey Video. Yep. Bye, guys. Hogsports.com being brought to you by Asher Wrecker Service Company. Our Sonic Blast will continue. Arkansas State fans, listen up. The Red Wolves' home in Central Arkansas is 106.7 Buzz 2. Listen every week for Sunbelt Conference action with the Red Wolves, only on 106.7 Buzz 2. Hello, folks. It's Frank Fletcher from the Fletcher Dodge Store here in Sherwood. For the past few months, we've been asking you to give us a chance to buy your cars, and the response has been great. We really appreciate all of you who brought your cars in and turned it into cash. We've purchased hundreds of cars from fine people just like you. Folks, we're still buying cars every day. So look around and see what you or your family has in the garage that you want to turn into cash. It's really easy, folks. Just come into Fletcher Dodge and ask for Chris or Andy. We'll buy any vehicle and we'll pay you more than anyone. We can't find enough vehicles at the auto auctions to meet the demand. So we're extending you this offer to the public. We'll pay you more, so don't wait. We've purchased hundreds of cars from fine people just like you. Come see us today for the best cash offer on your car, truck, van, or SUV. Just ask for Chris or Andy. We'll pay you more, so come see us at Fletcher Dodge on Warden Road in Sherwood. Thanks. Fresh off their summer lineup of convertible sports cars, for September, Saracen is giving away the king of luxury pickups, Toyota's new Tundra Capstone from Trotter Toyota. The Tundra Capstone is the ultimate in luxurious trucks, and it can be yours just for playing your favorite games at Saracen Casino Resort. Only 40 minutes from Little Rock, Saracen is Little Rock's closest place to play and win. Saracen Casino Resort, Vegas, Arkansas style. Gambling problem? Call 800-522-4700. David Dunn here with Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer. We're the area's largest and highest rated independent diesel repair facility for all makes and models. From transmissions and brakes to suspensions and engine repair. If you're tired of high dealership prices and long wait times, come see what family-owned and locally operated really means. Expert technicians and the latest computer diagnostics will get your equipment back on the road fast. Take the England exit on I-440 to Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer, 568-2185. That's Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer. Justin Anchor reminding you that if you want the job done right, then don't stress. Just go with the best. CertiPro Painters is your go-to painting company. You can get your free estimate scheduled at CertiPro.com. That's Certa with a C. Each CertiPro Painters business is independently owned and operated. People who are going to be responsible and people who are going to be accountable to you and your family to make sure your project gets done right. So if you've been thinking about sprucing up your home or business for the fall season that is almost upon us, you need to get CertiPro on the case. Use the company that I've used many times over over the years. It is CertiPro Painters. You'll be happy you did. 
Attention seafood lovers, Eat My Catfish is back open in Little Rock. The new Eat My Catfish in Riverdale is located in the Riverdale Shopping Center beside the movie theater and Ace Hardware. Eat local, eat fresh, eat my catfish. Landon Jackson joins Morning Mayhem each week on 103.7 The Buzz, courtesy of Whitehall Fresh Market and Prime Fresh Market of Sheridan, both with the best selection of quality meats and personal service. Look them up on Facebook today. Now back to Drive Time Sports, live from the Eat My Catfish studios. Eat My Catfish, now back open in Little Rock in the Riverdale Shopping Center next to Ace Hardware. Eat fresh, eat local, eat my catfish. The number one sports radio show in Arkansas. Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. Welcome back to our Sonic Blast today from Lono. As the Jackrabbits prepare to take on the Mustangs of Forest City. Uh, I want to talk to you real quick about Riverfront Steakhouse in the Wyndham Hotel. Uh, I wanted to verify this, so I checked with Shapur. And I wanted to know the record number of times that an individual has gone through the salad bar. And it was confirmed that my cohort, to my left, Kevin Bohannon, holds the record. And I may have to get Saracen involved with this (laughs) to get an over-under next time that Kevin goes. Because it's the largest salad bar in North America, over 30 items, including the baby shrimp, iceberg, and romaine lettuce, spinach, pastas, a variety of dressings, six and a half is what Kevin reportedly went through the Riverfront Salad Bar six and a half times. And I asked Shapur, I said, why just the half? He said, well, he got hung up on the, there's two different islands, and he got hung up on the salad bar uh, along with the baby shrimp and he just didn't seem to move from there rather than going all the way down through the line. So, uh, there's no restrictions so if you're wanting to go for a record that's that's the number, six and a half. And and then uh, I ask about well, Shapur, what about the entree? I mean, what did Kevin do with that? Oh, man. He said Amber did not get any of it. None. Oh, she she got one of the Frank Fletcher strips. She got that. Okay, now now you're telling the truth. <laughs> um, the entire ten ounce went to Kevin, along with the four of the double F fried shrimp, and then the real issue was they ran out once they got to the side items because Kevin just kept ordering different side items one after another because he always starts with the baked potato then he comes back with the onion rings the mashed potatoes it's endless and then be sure now this is this is the key how do you like your steak rare medium rare medium medium well well done Trust me, go the medium rare. That's the only way to go. Now, all this is, even with the six and a half trips, they didn't charge Kevin extra for that. Sixty bucks, that's the chef special. But the dinner for two for sixty bucks at the Riverfront Steakhouse. So be sure to make your reservation now. That's 3719000. Ask for William R. Shapur. Tell him Kevin sent you. And hopefully there's some there's some food left over. That's the Riverfront Steakhouse, Wyndham Hotel in North Little Rock. Ah, uh, gosh. Bear, we have got so much backed up on our Asher Record Service Company as well as our Southern Structural Solutions Bus text line. So why don't we just try to chip away a little bit at it. Uh, this from our Asher Record Service Company, live in feedback. Ricky says, Bear... What's the Seven Hills Benton game looking like? And is Braylon Russell, is he back up to speed? No, he's going to miss this game. He should be back for next week for Catholic, and it is a high ankle sprain. Uh, if they get up on Sylvan Hills, I'd say rest him. Again, he's not going to play. Uh, also, all game tomorrow, folks. Don't be surprised if Kent State surprises some people. Not saying winning, 
the game, but making it a game in the second half. Possibly Arkansas is going to try to work on running game, most likely, if up. I hope you're right, Ricky, only in, in the aspect that they end up being so much better than what anyone yeah. is dreaming or expected. That, but after last week's debacle against Central Florida, I don't see yeah, They're it. just in rebuilding mode right now. I mean, Kent State's had some really good players that go in the NFL. Julian Edelman, Jack Lambert, going back today. Uh, Josh Cribbs, a return specialist. Uh, Dre Archer. But yeah, those guys aren't walking through the door for the Golden Flashes. No, they're not. All right, Bears, Seven Hills, and Benton. Both these teams come into the game looking for their first win of the season. Uh, Benton, of course, last year steamrolled Sylvan Hills. Uh, both of them, though, this year have, have pretty good defenses. Sylvan Hills lost to Maumelle 20 to nothing. Of course, Benton's defense played really well against Bryant. And actually, you know, they trailed 21 to 6 in the fourth quarter of that game. And, and, uh, I think the offense had an interception and a blocked punt that kind of turned it around. But you're right, Braylon Russell's injury does hurt. I think with that, that gives Sylvan Hills a little bit of momentum mentally. They've been preparing for it all week that uh, Braylon wouldn't play. Uh, the coaches have really harped to these guys that they're going to win this game. They feel really good about it, the coaching staff at Sylvan Hills does. But they've got to find some offense. Last week, Sylvan Hills lost to Maumelle, as we said, 20 to nothing. That was their first shutout, first time they've been shut out since 2012. So you're looking at more than a decade there. So they got a lot to prove this week. They're at home. Should be a close one, but Hootons.com picks uh, number four ranked Benton to beat Sylvan Hills. Yeah, Barry, unfortunately I was coaching the offense and the quarterbacks the last time <laughs> Sylvan Hills was shut out. And then we had a, the hurricane game against Bologna was 7 to nothing, yeah. 6 nothing, 7 nothing. So, uh, yeah, that was the last time I remember that very well. Uh, one of the top two offenses in the state are going at it tonight, uh, Mountain Home in Greenwood. Greenwood, of course, last week was all over Northside from the get-go. They're averaging 49 points a game, but Mountain Home... My man, Cade Yates, 409 yards passing last week, wearing number 15 in honor of uh, the fallen Ryan Mallett. This should be a really good game. Uh, Coach Steve Airy and Chris Young going at it. Yeah, and, and Coach Airy, I mean, he's really got this team tur- turned around. But when you talk about Greenwood, undefeated and, and rolling into Mountain Home, what an atmosphere it's going to be at Mountain Home. Uh, those players and coaches looking forward to it. But, again, we get back to the mental aspect is Mountain Home, how mentally prepared are they? Because Greenwood has beaten them five times since 2020, uh, two times in the playoffs. And, guys, those five wins were by combined 211 to 27. So these guys haven't even been close. All these guys on the team, they've been getting beat that bad by uh, by your Greenwood Bulldogs. And, of course, we talk about Kane Archer, how well he's playing. But Braden Davis last week, he ran for 167 yards. The defense forced seven turnovers in that win over Northside. Hootons.com picks Greenwood to get a win tonight at Mountain Home. And let's check in with C.W. C.W., good afternoon. Welcome to our Sonic Blast. Good afternoon, Randy. I was just going to check with Barry and get his thoughts on the Magnet Cove Baptist Prep game tonight. Very good. Thank you, CW. Thank you, guys. CW, I don't know if there's a, a team that's come uh, moved up further in the rankings than Magnet Cove has this year. They jumped 17 spots. Uh, in the Hootons.com rankings this past week from number 27 to number 10 and looking to go go up higher. Got them picked to win uh, tonight over a somewhat struggling uh, Ar- Class 2A Arkansas Baptist team. This is a Magnet Cove team that really looked good week one against Poen and then last week goes down to Fordyce, gets the W against the Red Bugs, ran the ball exceptionally well and um, and just it's going to be hard to slow this team right now if they stay healthy. That's the key for Magnet Code. The depth isn't there, but their their linemen are playing well. They they've definitely been one of the surprise teams in all of Class Three A this year. And Bear, uh, a game that I'm really looking forward to tonight in the Seven Four A Conference, Cross It and Star City. First conference game of the year could go a long way towards playoff seating. Oh, it, it went a long way last year. Usually does. You hate to say that this early in the year, 
uh, second second Friday of September decides playoff spots, but it does. And Star City's beaten Crossit six of the past eleven years. Uh, Crossit, of course, got that win over Glen Rose a couple of weeks ago. Last week, Taylor Pascal played well at Magnolia, had a hundred and one yards. Uh, had scored two touchdowns on defense. He blocked a couple extra points, intercepted the pass. He's playing at a high level. Star City's winless, and last week really struggled against Stuttgart. Uh, Caleb Williams played well, though, Coach Vereen says, and, and they've got to rally around him. Caleb returned to kickoff for a touchdown and, and led the team in tackles. But Hoons.com picking cross it in a mild upset, I guess you could say, at Star City. All right, Bear, from our Southern Structural Solutions bus text line, this from the 479. Who wins between Lamar and Dover? Uh, surprisingly, Dover has really played competitive and, and had, not, not their way, but they've been very competitive and won their fair share against Lamar. This is, again, a conference game. You know, Dover's really struggled the past five years, but they've won uh, six of the past 11 over Lamar. Now, last year, Lamar won in over, or won it by mercy rule, wasn't even close. But uh, this year, Lamar, they're just going right back to to what they picked, where they picked up or where they left off last year. They beat Waldron last week by 34 points. Caleb Green, uh, he threw a couple of touchdowns in the, in that game. The defense played well, led by Will Sanderson. Dover's unbeaten. They got that forfeit from J.C. Westside, beat a very improved Adkins team last week for their second straight Rivals Cup victory. And their quarterback, Junior Wyatt Renfro, is playing pretty well, but got their work cut out tonight to to beat Lamar. They'll need some help. Hootens.com picks the Lamar Warriors over Dover. I do not have a drum roll that I can play at this precise moment, but nevertheless, it is time for the Cabo and Bear Pick them. So, let's start with the game that has been previously discussed, but it's now time to put up or shut up. We'll start with the Boxite CAC matchup. Bear, we'll let you go first. Hoons.com picks CAC in this one. Ryan Howard, uh, the coach there, undefeated. He's really turned the defense around. That's been the key to CAC this year. I know I'm going to hear it from CAC fans that I haven't bought in yet, but I do believe in CAC. I do believe the Mustangs are rolling right now. Garrett, uh, Wilson had a really good game last week, but I'm going with Boxite. I think they're going to turn it around tonight. All right, there we go. I love it when we have on each side. Number two on the list, Hazen versus Clarendon. Yeah, this is going to be a tough one for Clarendon to take. Uh, Hazen coming off a defeat last week from Desart. I'm going with the Hornets in this one. Yeah, going to have some mad Hornets going with Hazen big. <laughs> oh, okay. Bear, you're going with Hazen too. Hey, Hazen big, yeah. Okay, all right. And next up is Marion versus El Dorado. I'm going with Marion mile round trip. Yep, going with Marion in this one. I'm going El Dorado at home. That trip oh. could wear them down. Oh, they only beat Camden by one last week, Bear. I'm going. With, yeah, got to go with the Patriots. That's a good that camp. Yeah, <laughs> I love this next matchup: Fordyce versus Prescott. Start us off, Kevin. Okay. Yeah, I've got to go with Prescott in this one. Fordyce, we just don't know much about them yet. Won against uh, Monticello and then lost last week, so I got to go Curly Wolves. Going Prescott. All right, we've got one more. I'll give you a chance to think about it as we return from the break. Carlisle versus Cross County. We got to step away for a moment. Our Sonic Blast will continue from Lone Oak in just one moment. True Service Community Federal Credit Union presents your Razor Hog update every day on Out of Bounds. Save money with aggressive rates on your next auto loan with True Service online at trueservice.net. Our care clinics are your hometown source for primary medical care. Our doctors, nurses, and counselors can help patients of all ages with anything from common colds and immunizations to depression, anxiety, and chronic diseases. Our network includes both mail order and local pharmacies to fulfill your prescriptions. If you don't have insurance, it's okay. We can help with that too. And no one is turned away. 
With more than 65 locations in Arkansas, there's a good chance we're in your hometown. Look us up at ourcare.net. Hennard Foothills Equipment in Searcy, one of Arkansas's leaders in hay equipment. They handle a full line of Kubota tractors and hay tools, as well as Vermeer hay products. 501-268-1987. Hennard Foothills Equipment in Searcy, your hometown dealer no matter where you live. Fort Thompson's in Sherwood is paying your sales tax. Two days only, September 8th and 9th. Everything included. Guns, clothes, waiters, booths, stands, decoys. Get ready for hunting season at Fort Thompson's in Sherwood. Visit ftthompson.com. There's nothing quite like outdoor living. And at Razorback Camper Sales, we've been bringing the camping lifestyle to families for over 50 years. We're Arkansas's oldest family-owned RV dealer with the best parts and service department in the state. Razorback Camper Sales has everything you need for travel trailers, fifth wheels, and pop-ups. Find out why our customers are always happy campers. Come see us in Hot Springs or online at RazorbackCamperSales.com. This is a public service announcement for hard seltzer lovers. Neutral Vodka Seltzer has arrived. Made with simple ingredients like vodka, seltzer, and real juice. Neutral tastes good. Like, real good. So good that you'll never want to drink another artificial-tasting seltzer again. Neutral's light and refreshing taste will show you what a vodka seltzer can be. Try Neutral, the one with the umlaut. Copyright 2023 Neutral Distilled Spirit Specialty, Los Angeles, California. Enjoy responsibly. Stacked commercial truck and trailer repair with on-site and roadside service for all commercial vehicles, construction equipment, and material handling. When we say get stacked, we mean it. Service for all Class A trucks, trailers, RVs, light and medium-duty commercial vehicles, tires, brakes, AC, engine repair, transmissions, differentials, and drivelines with a team of certified technicians and five service trucks to help you get stacked. Stacked commercial truck and trailer, two miles off I-530, exit 34 in Whitehall. Of course. Of course, you have many options when it comes to great dining options downtown, but there's only one, Dizzy's Gypsy Bistro. Still offering a wide selection of all your favorite special craft cocktails, including beer and wine, and a menu featuring gourmet salads and delicious pastas. And Dizzy's is also the multiple-time winner of the World Cheese Dip Competition. With a dog-friendly patio, a funky eclectic atmosphere, and room for large parties with reservations, Dizzy's will have you coming back again and again. Since 1995, Dizzy's Gypsy Bistro. DizzysLR.com. Now back to Drive Time Sports, live from the Eat My Catfish Studios. Eat My Catfish. Now back open in Little Rock in the Riverdale Shopping Center next to Ace Hardware. Eat fresh. Eat local. Eat My Catfish. The number one sports radio show in Arkansas. Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. big fans of Arkansas, and that's because they're Arkansas-owned and Arkansas-focused. They take care of communities just like they take care of customers. Now, whatever better means to you, you're going to find more of it at First Security as Arkansas's community bank. First Security is all about taking care of customers and making life better right here in Arkansas. So more people can buy a home, run a business, and a whole lot more. Check them out at fsbank.com. That's First Security Bank. Member FDIC. Equal housing lender only in Arkansas. That's First Security Bank. And, um, Bear, I think tonight, I know how much you love that chili, cheese, foot-long coney. I think I'm just going to go with the chili cheese coney today combine that with I can't make up my mind if I want to go tater tots I can't gotta go tots with the with the coney yeah only there's no other way to go okay okay I'm, I'm you are an onion chili cheese tater tots <laughs> wow I don't know if I, don't, I if I need to go that Damon I, I got a long drive ahead of me I don't, I don't know <laughs> he's got to get to Alma by 10 yeah I don't Extra know if I, I don't man. know if I need to have that saying on my stomach all the way uh, to uh, Alma or not. James, we're on our way, baby. On our way. All right. 
And let's talk with, oh, we got one we more got one matchup. more game. Yeah, one yeah, game. yeah. Uh, Carlisle versus Cross County. Uh, this, this is the 2A game of the week for Hooten. Uh, you know, Carlisle's really trying to find their identity after Jason Sullivan. I really like Holden Jones, two-sport star, really good on the baseball diamond. Love him at quarterback. Uh, I'm going with the Bison tonight on the road with a mild upset. I think that wouldn't be an upset. Going to have to pick Cross County and, and boy, all this talent they've got infused talent, guys, from uh, Wynn playing well for them and Kadarian Washington. He's a Wynn product and he had 203 yards and three touchdowns last week. All right. What is the current standings to this point? All right. So Barry had me by one game in, in week zero and he got me by a game last week. So Barry is. Two games up right now. Ooh. Well, you better hope Boxside, and you better hope that Marion. I'm going five and zero. Oh. And Carl. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Bear doesn't talk smack. I can tell you that <laughs> he does not talk smack. Let's talk to Patrick. Patrick, good afternoon. Welcome to our Sonic Blast. How y'all doing? What's up, buddy? Good. I uh, wonder more about Coach Mark. Uh, they're going to play in tonight. What's I thought about that? And uh, they beat. They lost Prescott pretty bad. Then they came back to beat Rising. And just, uh, they lost both those games last year in, in the first, second game. Just wondering what y'all thought about them against Portland and the rest of the year. All right. Very good, Patrick. Thank you. They looked very good last week against Ryzen, really passed the football well, and Coach Baird at Poen says he hasn't seen, he's seen very few teams in 3A as fast as Bismarck, and that really scares him. So uh, Bismarck uh, in this one pretty big. Uh, Dalton Daniels, Johnny Diaz run the ball well. Uh, Caleb Schultz, he's a good defender for them. So Hoops.com picks Class 3A Bismarck over Class 2A Poen. Bear, a, a game that could go a long way uh, towards playoff seating. Heber Springs and Southside. Batesville coming in, running the ball really well. Heber Springs looking for their first win under Coach Van Paschal. And it seems like a mismatch when you start thinking about it. But, guys, don't count out Coach Paschal and Heber Springs. That being said, we are picking Southside. But Heber Springs knows how to beat Southside. They've won 13 of the 17 meetings they've played. Uh, Heber hung with uh, Clinton last week. Uh, Liam Buffalo, the quarterback, he came back out to the program. He's one of the guys that, that Coach Pascal was able to get out of the hallways. And, boy, he's one of the better athletes to come through Heber in quite some time. He and Parker Brown. Parker had over 200 yards and three touchdowns. And Coach Simpson's really concerned about slowing Parker Brown. He says this guy's a, a definite college football player. Uh, the game's at Southside. Southside's offense hard to prepare for. And then Gabe Witt, the move in from ball, uh, Batesville, playing really well for the Southerners. Hoops.com picks Southside. And let's see this from our Asher Record Service Company live in feedback from Colonel Phil. He says, what are your thoughts on the matchup between Texarkana and Arkadelphia? Arkadelphia's in desperate need of a win, guys, and, and they're going to be pretty dangerous just because of that. But uh, they're looking to avoid their first 0-3 start since 2018, and we know what happened that year. They they started out 0-5 and, and then won 10 straight games. Uh, they lost to Hot Springs last week but played pretty good defense. They were down just 3 to nothing in the third quarter of that game and, and gave up just 250 yards total. Uh, with uh, Alderson, Chase, uh, Ventlinburg both played well. Talk about a turnaround, and it's Arkansas High, this Texarkana team. Cortland Loudermill, the, the running back, 231 yards and two touchdowns on 19 totes last week against uh, Hamburg. And then Nate Wall passed for 250 yards and three touchdowns. Games in Texarkana, and Hootens.com picks the Razorbacks uh, to hand Arkadelphia a loss. 5A Central gets started with their conference games this week. The one I'm excited to see is Maumel and Whitehall. Maumel, guys, defensively played superb against Sylvan Hills. Whitehall has been big playing opponents, but last week buckled down, ran the ball really well. Jaden Smith at running back, Noah Smith, 
provide just enough offense for Whitehall to get out with a victory. Really impressed with Whitehall's tenacity last week. You know, very talented Warren team threw a touchdown pass in the final minute to beat Whitehall last week. So this is a this is a Whitehall team when the chips are down, they play pretty well. All right, Bear, let's see if we can squeeze in. Yeah, we got time. Let's talk to Jack. Jack, good afternoon. Welcome to our Sonic Blast. Well, thank you. Just uh, wanting to hear y'all's predictions on the Sheridan Thirsty game tonight. Very good. Thank you, Jack. Jack, that is the Hootens.com Class 6A game of the week. Cersei's 1-0, Sheridan 0-1. Uh, Sheridan lost to Whitehall, who we just talked about a second ago. They were up 13 to nothing in that game. Had a chance to go up by three scores. They didn't, and then... Uh, Whitehall just took over in that game and, and played superb. So Sheridan has got to fix its defense. Um, the, the story with Cersei, of course, Zach Clark, a, a great offensive mind, and he's got this offense figured out for Cersei. Tyler Strickland, the senior quarterback, had three touchdown passes against Batesville a couple of weeks ago, and they had three players rush for more than 70 yards. So he really can keep you off balance. Uh, with things and Cersei has scored uh, 40 or more points in four of the past six games. Hootens.com picks Cersei uh, in a close one at Sheridan. This should be a backyard brawl in North Central Arkansas. Melbourne coming off a big year last year, winning 11 games under Stu Smith, fourth coach in four years. They take on Cave City in the Cavemen tonight. Yeah, and both teams needing a victory. Cave City, of course, has a history of being able to run the football well. They've got to find some type of offensive continuity. Melbourne did not score last week against Lone Oak, and they're missing some big play guys who, uh, for one reason or another, decided not to play. But the key is Melbourne kind of owns the Cavemen. They've won six straight by a combined 147. They've beaten them 10 of the 12 years that they've played. Hootens.com picks Melbourne at Cave City. I want to give a shout-out to my man, Randall Allison. Yep, and he sent me a picture, and I want all you car dealers out there to know that I am prepared to sign an NIL deal with you <laughs> because I want the same kind of car that KJ Jefferson is now driving around. It is a Razorback Red Corvette. I don't know if it's a 2023 or oh, it looks, it looks. Brand spanking. I don't care. Yeah, uh, I will gladly sign that NIL deal with any dealer out there who'd like to provide yours truly uh, with that um, that kind of vehicle, uh, that red Corvette. Ah, dream about it during the break. All right, we'll step aside for a moment. Barry Grooms, Hootons, Arkansas Football Magazine, back with more in a moment. Saracen is giving away the king of luxury pickups, Toyota's new Tundra Capstone from Trotter Toyota. The Tundra Capstone is the ultimate in luxurious trucks, and it can be yours just for playing your favorite games at Saracen Casino Resort. Only 40 minutes from Little Rock, Saracen is Little Rock's closest.